0: Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning
1: Five for Thursday, July 13th, 2023. And as always, is brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up oh, thinking, man... I hope I hire a lawyer today, but
0: hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian
1: Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything
0: in between. Find them at callcadenow.com, that's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com, local lawyers, Catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, we are three weeks away from the NFL. Oh, baby. Holy
1: smokes. Three weeks from today.
0: That is we just going to crep us off. Crep right up on us, man. That is insane. Three weeks from tomorrow, we
1: will be watching high school football. Now, granted, it's going to be preseason high school football, but still. It's still watching
0: it. It's Yeah, it's still high school football. I mean, it's still these kids getting ready for, you know, they don't have six weeks to get ready for a game like the NFL does. These kids have essentially two weeks. I mean, I know they've practiced and played all summer, and, you know, they're, they're practicing and playing now and stuff. But, I mean, you know, some of these teams only have one preseason game to get ready for the regular season. So, I mean, it's yeah, preseason preseasons big for high school football, man. And we are 44 days away from college football, which
1: means that we are less than a month and a half away from college football. Yeah, it's good. So we're there.
0: It's going to be nice that high school and NFL kind of get us to college football. That's uh, that's uh pretty, that's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, today is also National French Friday. Are you a big French fry person? Oh, love French fries, man. I love all shapes and sizes and types of French fries. Uh, I don't know if I've ever ran into a fry that I disliked. Um, what's, what's your favorite fast food fry? What's your go-to fast food fry?
1: Mmm. I, I love, 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 love uh, Chick-fil-A waffle fries. They're pretty elite. That being said, I really since Wendy's went to the fresh cut fries where they actually have like the potato skin kind of on the outside of the fries right they've, they've been pretty great.
0: Um, wow I don't know I don't I don't know I, I'm with you I'm with you on the chick-fil-a fries. I love the waffle cut uh, e- Even the waffle cut where you get some of the potato skin on the outside is really good um, especially when you get them crispy and salty and yeah the, the chick-fil-A waffle cut fries are pretty undefeated. Uh, I'm going to have to go as my number one choice for best fast food fry, though. It, I got to take checkers because of the, the crispiness and the the seasonings and everything on the outside. Uh, the checkers fries are pretty amazing. Um, I, I think I get to eat just fries at checkers. So, yeah, I'm with you on Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's French fries are elite, but I got, I got to give the number one spot to checkers. I think they have my favorite fast food fry. Let me
1: ask you this. Yeah. And I, I mean this sincerely because I know you. Yeah. When was the last time you went to Checkers?
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> before Braxton was born. So 12, 13 years, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. Very long. But that was my that was my go-to stop after football games in high school. Um, I'd go to Checkers and I'd get, um, I'd get three spicy chicken sandwiches and I'd get two large French fries and two large sweet teas. Uh, and that was, my, that was my post-game meal in high school. So a lot of, a lot of time spent at Checkers. Who knows? It, it, from 12, 13 years ago, they could have changed the formula for their fries and they might be terrible now. Um, That's possible. <laughs> yeah, I haven't eaten there in a very, very long time. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Checkers Fries fan from a decade ago, at least. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> it, it's also national beanies and frank today. Yeah, franks and beans. Beanie weenies. Yeah, little beanie yeah. weenies. Can't beat those, man. Those are pretty good. Pop open a can uh, of those, and, and you got lunch made.
1: Get you a little bit of saltine crackers, put it on top
0: of them. Heck, yeah. Man. Oh, now, you, now you're getting fancy on me. Man, now you're, oh, now you're yeah, getting fancy bro. on me, saltine crackers. Yeah, I, I'm in I, for that i had a lady at work
1: uh when i worked at CVS many many moons ago um she would get like a small pack of saltine crackers um like one of those travel packs right that's yes used to have and a can of beanie weenies and that was her lunch and it was (laughs) it was the cutest thing i've ever seen not a bad
0: decision for lunch right there man it's not that's not a bad shout
1: so in a day largely marred by no sports. Uh thankfully we had Atlanta United. <laughs> Unfortunately for Atlanta United uh thankfully. we ended up losing. So uh,
0: uh, I don't know if you want to say thankfully we had Atlanta United or not. That was um that was pretty awful, dude. That was I mean the first yeah. half was terrible. he gave up two goals within the first 8 minutes I think of the game. Uh just dismal defending. Second half was a little bit better. It was nice to see Gonzalo Panetta change um, change formations. Went to a 4-3-3. That seemed to have a bit better offensive movement uh, up front. I, I mean, we had a bunch of shots. We, we took 24 shots, and uh, 11 of those were on target. But Petrovic, the New England Revs goalkeeper, is statistically the best goalkeeper in the NFL, I believe. Uh, or NFL. Uh, MLS. Via he, He's also a phenomenal goalkeeper in the NFL, I'm sure. Um but I think advanced statistics show that Petrovich is the best goalkeeper in the MLS right now. So, you know, the fact that we had 11 shots and only one got through, uh, and to be fair, our finishing was pretty bad. I mean, we had one, I think, I, who was it? I think it was Miguel Berry that had a shot, I don't know, maybe eight yards from goal, and he didn't even put it on goal, didn't even test the keeper. Um, so the, the shooting was not not phenomenal from Atlanta United last night. Uh, Tiago Almada though played his absolute ass off last night. That was, that was one of the hardest, most hustle games. I think I've seen Tiago Almada play. He he was, he was everywhere trying to do everything. Uh, We lost last night, not because of lack of effort from Tiago Almada. The, The kid was just an absolute engine last night. Etienne looked pretty, pretty horrendous. Miguel Berry, once again, is an absolute non-factor. Um, I don't know how Etienne is is our um, is our backup uh, striker. That's I just I don't know how we don't have somebody with more talent on the roster. No Gutman last night. No Abara last night. I, the midfield is just the midfield outside of Tiago Almada is pointless. It, it's just useless. There's there's nothing there. Um, I, I hope that uh, that the other young kid that they're bringing in. Oh crap! What's his name? Me, Miumbo or something like that. I forget. I forget his name. Um, yeah, Miumbo. I I hope he does good things. Um, you know, him and Sosa pairing together. Hopefully, they get some uh, chemistry. Sadich last night was was not great. So I don't know. I think there might be a couple a couple games of growing pains for Atlanta United until we get back to full strength. Uh, Miles should be back this weekend. Who knows how much he's going to be able to play because he played in the gold cup. I don't know when Yakamakis is going to be available to play. Uh, you know, I know Abner said he was in he was in training this week uh, on TM5 United, so um, I, I I don't know, man, we'll we'll see. Uh, stats for the game. Shots were 24-16 Atlanta. Shots on target were 11-6 Atlanta. Key passes were 20 to 13 Atlanta. Possession was 54-46 Atlanta and expected goals were 1.65 to 1.44 in favor of Atlanta and I know David and Abner will have a much better in-depth breakdown of the Atlanta United game and the uh, United States game from last night on TM5 yeah
1: Uh, it was it was pretty terrible it was was real it was awful
0: um I to be honest with you I turned it off 10 minutes in um I I, I revisited it every now and then I flip it back on and watch a couple minutes of it uh, but I was joking with, with Admiral last night. I texted him. I said, I don't have to watch the games anymore. I'll just listen to TM5 United to figure out what happened.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And they'll tell you straight up. Yeah. What yeah. My, what I love about TM5 United. I got, honestly.
0: I got frustrated with it last night, turned it off, and started watching that quarterback show on Netflix. Nice. Yeah. Phenomenal Pretty show, good. by the way. Phenomenal show. Really good. Uh, I, I didn't think I could dislike Brittany Mahomes oh, any Brittany more, more than I already good. did. Well, and she is the worst person. I cannot stand her. If I could fast not forward not. or delete every scene with Brittany Mahomes in it in that show, I would one thousand percent do it.
1: Well, if I didn't think I could dislike uh, Marcus Mariota any more than I already did, as a Falcons fan, <laughs> but I <laughs> he's do. He's
0: not very charismatic, is he? He. No. Yeah, that was. Ugh. He's he's an. I didn't dislike Marcus Marietta going into that show, but the more I watch of it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm a fan of this guy. Like, I don't know. It
1: um, makes so much more sense now that
0: he quit on his team later (laughs) on in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, and by the way, huge Kirk Cousins fan now. Uh, Love the dude. dude. Oh, yeah he just he seems like a, a dad that got transported into a an elite quarterback or not an elite quarterback but a a very 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 good quarterback's body and like the dudes tootling around in those uh the old van the sprinter vans and stuff like i i, I love it dude and his it, like his home is not some massive monstrosity and he's been in the nfl for years and is a multi-million dollar multi-millionaire uh and he just sort of lives in a normal house it's he, he's a cool guy i like
1: the fact that his wife still picks out his like Dude. his gear on sunday that's funny yes as crap. and
0: it's just like it's like dad button downs you know you know what his closet reminded me of did did, did you ever watch malcolm in the middle back in the day yes his <laughs> closet reminds me of what hal used to wear the dad on malcolm in the middle like i feel like uh, kirk cousins and hal have the exact same uh style the way they dress and yeah the fact that his wife dressed them is is phenomenal I, I, i'm really enjoying that show all right, uh, five stripes are off until this weekend. Right. Yes, um, they play uh, Orlando City uh, on Saturday at seven thirty. Oh, uh, so, yeah, big, God, the hell big out game of them, against our rivals in our building. So, uh, and right now we are one point ahead of Orlando City in the standings. So, yeah, we, um, it's put it's put about thirty five goals past Orlando City. What do you say? That sounds good to me. Alright, let's get to the Braves' first
1: half review. Um sitting at 16 and 29, they are eight and a half games up on the second place Marlins. Um who are also second place in just baffling.
0: Who saw that coming? Baffling. Who, who saw who saw who saw the Marlins having the second best record in the National League coming?
1: No one. And the <laughs> fact that they have the second best record in the National League. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the NL East. Nope. National League, and we're eight and a half
0: up on them. It's just wow. Yep, eight and a half up um, on them, and best record in baseball. Ten up on them in the loss column. Yeah,
1: it's insane. So we've got that going on for us. Uh, we have probably one of the better offenses I've ever seen in my life. Um, a team that has hit more home runs before the All Star break ever in Major League Baseball. Ronald Acuna has been the first person to have twenty home runs, forty RB, or forty um, stolen bases, and what fifty runs? I think uh, for the All Star yeah. break. Yes, I think yeah. is the stat. Yeah. It's just this is the first person, you know. It's like all these stats are coming out. It's like this is the first person or second person that's ever happened to, or you know what I mean? Yeah, and. It's absolutely insane what this team is doing. Um, you know, Matt Olson is
0: leading the National League in home runs. Who saw that coming? I, Especially after last season, I, I didn't. I, after last season, I—I'll be honest with you, I was a little worried about a the Matt Olson trade and b the fact that we gave him such a long-term contract. I was, yeah, I was a little—I was a little nervous for sure. No, I'm not anymore. No, no, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not anymore. Um, yeah, it's just, it seems like every every time we go out, every time we accomplish something, especially later in, in the month of June and early July, every time they did something, it was like, oh, yeah, this is a Braves record. This is a National League record. This is a Major League Baseball record. Like, the way they are playing, the offensive, uh, offensively and, and defensively and pitching and everything, this, I, I was reading through some forums the other day, and they said we might be seeing the greatest Atlanta Braves team of all time. It's possible. It's very it really possible.
1: Is. Offensively, they're they're playing lights out for the most part. Um, and, and and let's just keep going on the offense. You know, who would have thought that we would have had three All Star starters in terms of we knew Acuna was going to be there, right? But the other two was with Arcia and Sean Murphy. You were very, very, very skeptical of Sean Murphy coming in.
0: Oh, big time, um, big time. I, I thought he was just a defensive catcher. And I couldn't be more wrong. Sean Murphy has been phenomenal. And Arcea, like, I, I was furious they didn't sign Dansby in the offseason. And, I mean, that, that's why I'm sitting here talking on a microphone and not in a front office somewhere. Like, they know what they're doing. Um, and and Arcea has just lapped. Dansby Swanson this year so uh, yeah the fact that those two got it two all-star starters from the Braves coming where you didn't expect it you know if you'd have told me uh the three all-star starters were Ozzy Acuna and Olsen or Acuna Olsen and Riley or even something weird happened where Ozuna catches fire and he's a he's a DH starter you know um right. I'd have been like oh yeah oh, okay but you know if you'd have told me before the season started that we have three all-star starters, and obviously Ronnie is one, but the other two were Murphy and Orlando Garcia. I, I, I'd have told you you were crazy. In- including five five other all-stars, too. Yes. So
1: we yes. have that code going
0: forward. Yep.
1: Defensively, they've been one of the best. The Pitching-wise has been really, really solid, considering that we've lost our number one and number two starters. Kyle Wright and, and Max Fried being down for the majority of this season has really hurt us. In the long run, I think we could be even more dangerous than we are now. But The fact that we've been able to not really miss a beat much and just continue to blow people out has been ridiculous. To me, the the run differential uh, that the Braves have right now, which is absolutely insane. Third best in the major leagues. And the other thing... That tweet that I sent you uh, yesterday or the day before about the last 20 games that the Braves have played, they're 18-2. and two. <laughs> And the only losses that we had came from the uh, extra innings game in in Cleveland. Right. Six-to-five extra inning game in Cleveland. And then the L.A. De, De La Cruz uh, cycle game and, and Cleveland Cleveland's
0: 11-10. Cleveland's a good team. Cleveland's a very very good team. And Cincinnati, the Elie Dela Cruz, I, I honestly believe that Fair. that is the team Fair. we will see in the Fair. NLCS. Fair. Yeah, very <laughs> very good team. I mean, they are they're a very solid team. I think I think we will see the Reds in the NLCS. I mean, you look at Aussie stats this year: uh, seventy nine runs leads major leagues, forty one stolen bases leads major leagues, leads the major leagues in OPS at nine ninety, OPS plus at one sixty two total bases at 209 Matt Olson like you said leading in home runs with 29 uh, and 72 RBIs also leads the major leagues I mean the, the offense is there and the pitching has been uh, the pitching has been what has surprised me so far this year and not the fact that what they're doing but what they're doing with who they have like you said we lost Max Fried and, and Kyle Wright one and two um two guys who you could put money down before the season started as a Cy Young. Well, Bryce Elder steps in. A.J. Smith-Shauver steps in. Spencer Strider keeps doing his thing. Charlie Morton steps in. And it just it, if I feel like night in and night out that we have – we should be the favorites. No matter who we play, no matter who's in the bump, I would bet on the Braves to beat anybody they're playing. And every single week, you know, somebody will – Get designated for assignment and sent down to the minor leagues and we'll bring up another pitcher who's, oh, this guy is the number three prospect in the entire MLB. And I've never heard of him. And he'll come out and throw a gem. So, um, what what AA has done with this roster and what has what he has done with his franchise cannot be overlooked, man. This Braves team, I, we are witnessing one of the greatest Braves team of all time, and we need to fully Fully appreciate what we get to watch night in and night out with these Braves.
1: We're less than three weeks away from uh, the trade deadline too, so that's something to consider about what's going on in Double head. Is you know how he can make this team even better, and I'm sure there's there's a way. I'm sure there's a way, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Double is going to make that happen.
0: What's your what's your fact. guess? What if you had to, if you had to say one thing right now? that you want to see double a do at the trade deadline what what would you see what would you want to see
1: maybe shore up the bullpen a little bit more maybe find another top of the line starter that that may be it um here's the thing like left field i'm i'm fine i'm fine with eddie rosario rosario has been playing freaking lights out i'm okay it's in center field with mike and i'm good in right The entire infield just made the all star team. So (laughs) I don't need to change anything there. Nope. The pitching maybe, you know, that that may be where we get there. You know, we're kind of throwing things at the back end of our rotation right now. Finish off. You know, that may be it. So I don't I don't know. I guess pitching maybe starting pitching bullpen somewhere in there. We've had some issues in the late innings. Um when AJ Minter feels like he's actually wanting to be a lead. He, he is. And when he doesn't, he looks like you and
0: I pitching very hot or cold, very hot or cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm right. I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't think we need to add a position player. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a left-handed batter or a right-handed bat. You know how they like to do the, the lefty righty matchups and the, the advanced stats. And we're not good here. We're not good here or whatever, but it, it's not going to be a starter. If we add a bat, uh, I'm with you on the back end of the back end of the rotation. I'd like to see a bullpen arm added and a back end of the rotation type guy. I w- Do you remember a couple of years ago when we picked up Dallas Keuchel uh, during yeah. the season, and it, it really didn't pan out to, to be much? But it, I thought it was a good signing because of the veteran presence that Keuchel brought. I'd like to see a trade like that happen, where we bring in not necessarily. I don't. I, you know, I don't think we should trade for a top of the rotation guy if, if it's not there. I don't want to force it. Um, but if you can sort of find a back end of the rotation type veteran guy that's been to the playoffs, that's that's been to the World Series, you know, just adds a little bit more depth and maturity to a very, very young starting rotation. Um, I'd like to see that. I'd, I'd like to see us do that. Uh, but, you know, I, I it's, we're in a good position right now where we don't really need to add anybody at the trade line. We want to add somebody. And it's nice to be in a position where we're not desperate. I can't tell you the last time we were at the trade deadline in, in, in the MLB, Billy and and there wasn't a glaring need for the Braves and it's it's yeah. just not there this year. It's nice to have. Yeah.
1: So the second half will begin in earnest on Friday. Um, that'll be it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, uh, Charlie Morton takes the bump on Friday. I saw yesterday. So, yeah, against
0: the National League team. Yippee. Or uh, American League team. Excuse me. I was my pay. No, yeah, it's not. It's the White Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Yippee. We start off the second half of the season against the American League. Fantastic. Madison. Phenomenal. Well, Bryce, tell, us, uh, tell me about the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, we wrap up Eagles. the NFC East today with the E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Um, after coming off a dramatic loss to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last season and giving Jalen Hurts a massive $255 million contract this offseason, the 2023 season is a Super Bowl or bust year for the University of Georgia Eagles. Um, Howie Roseman might be in line for GM of the year before the season even starts. The salary cap gymnastics he did over the offseason and the quality of draftees he got is simply on a different level than any other team in the NFL this season. With most of the key off field co- or excuse me, most of the key on-field cogs back in place from last year, expectations are insanely high inside of the building up there in Philadelphia outside of injuries, the biggest threat to the Eagles in the NFC could likely come from within their own division. Uh, losing defensive tackle J- Javon Hargrave to the 49ers was a massive departure that also helped their foe. For as good as San Francisco is though, it's hard to look at them as a direct threat to any of the NFL's elite teams like the Eagles due to their quarterback position. Uh, I just I don't see Brock Purdy as an elite guy. Um, with additions this offseason like Rashad Penny, Terrell Edmonds, and DeAndre Swift through free agency, and Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith through the draft, this team is once again poised for a Super Bowl run. I think they're going to win the NFC East. I think they're going to win the NFC. I believe they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. And I, for my money, right now, I am putting the NFC—or excuse me—I'm putting the Philadelphia Eagles as my Super Bowl champions in 2023. I think the regular season record will be somewhere around 12 and 5, but I would not bet against this team to go back to the Super Bowl next year and capture a Lombardi because I mean the acquisitions they've made. I mean it's Georgia. They they've gone up there and they've gotten all the Georgia players who have won back-to-back national titles and put them on a team. They are the University of Georgia Eagles up there in Philadelphia and it, it looks like a recipe for success this season for the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm taking them as my Super Bowl champions this year in the NFL.
1: It's not a bad choice. Um, they were they were dangerous last year. Um, ran into a buzzsaw in Kansas City. I just I can't root for Philly to
0: do that oh, i'm not gonna you know i'm mean? not gonna root for him I, I mean don't yeah. it, don't don't get me saying that i think they're gonna win the super bowl is me rooting for them i, I certainly will not do that but uh, i mean it's yeah it, yeah fletcher cox jalen carter jordan davis josh sweat Brandon graham all on the all on the defensive line uh nicobe dean's back there james bradbury's back there terrell edmonds reed blankenship darius slay uh, i mean it, this The defense is insane. You flip over to the offense, Goddard's still there. Quez Watkins needs to have a big season at wideout. Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, that connection's still there. I mean, I I think their third-string running back is better than anybody the Cowboys have after Tony Pollard with Kenneth Gainwell. Um, Alameda Zaccheaus is on the roster now. So it's – I I mean, that that offense is going to be good but the defense is going to be insanely elite this year. So it's just – I mean, okay. Keely Ringo right now is is third on their cornerback roster, and we saw what he could do. A bit of a boomer bust type guy, but, you know, when you have – when he's third on your depth chart right now at cornerback, you got something cooking on defense. Yeah, no doubt. uh Billy, right, Bryce. Yeah, for the Marine Corps,
1: we, we don't have anything.
0: We got we got nothing on the Marine South scoreboard or the Smiths floor coverings games and events calendar uh, for tonight. No basketball, no baseball, uh, no MLS, uh, no nothing. Um, we did have some uh, FCA games yesterday for softball. Couldn't really find any scores. I know they had Carrollton one two. Do what?
1: Carrollton won two. Uh, Bremen tied with Bowden. Um, they went they went undefeated in the FCA games. Freeman did um, I think that's all I know about
0: and I think yesterday was the l- was yesterday the last day yeah. or is today the last day yeah. yesterday was right uh, yesterday was the last okay. day so yesterday was the last day for that FCA uh you know camp out of West Georgia for softball and uh, nothing on the Smiths floor covering his games and events calendar for tonight so uh, nothing going on tonight. I'll try to wrap up that quarterback show on Netflix tonight. That show's really, really good.
1: Yeah, may, I may watch a little couple of episodes um, while I'm working on a employment today at work.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, there's golf going on. The, the Scottish Open is going on right now. Rory's leading it. He's five under. Did you see... Um, By the way, when's the Open? Uh, next weekend, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it is... The I think it is the 20th through the 23rd, I believe. It's at uh, Royal Liverpool this year. Um, did, did you happen to see Ricky Fowler's drive yesterday at the Scottish Open? Negative. 375 yards. Is that all? That's it. That's it. Three, or wait, hold on. It might have been farther than that. Hold on. Now that I say <laughs> that, now that I say that, I think it was farther than that. Uh, Scottish Open. I was watching it yesterday. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me, Billy. I have <laughs> mistaken uh very very you dumb. him? Yeah. 427 yards. Oof. Yeah. 427 yard bomb. Um, you know, it's it's a the Scottish Open, it's a lynx style course. Um, it hit and ran for a very very long time. So, yeah, big big driver. Big driver Ricky Fowler, but uh but Rory is leading it right now at at minus 5 and it's uh, it's currently on ESPN Plus for anyone who wants wants to watch it. Rory's through 12 so far. On a Wednesday. Uh, yes. No,
1: no, no. Taste-
0: it started. Well, it started on a Wednesday, right? Right. Yes, 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 yes.
1: All right. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? I do, sir. I do indeed. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strand with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The champion chiefs are honored as the top team at the SBS. Yeah, no surprise, did
0: you, did you watch any of the ESPYS? I, I didn't. I, I think everybody I got mind. my opinion on the ESPYS last night. Yeah, no, I missed it. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch some highlights today, but I just, I just don't care. Like it's just nothing. When the ESPYS was first invented, when it first came out, like it was, was kind of cool. Uh, I thought it was unique, but now it's just sort of boring and pathetic. I just, I don't know. I don't really care. I know they tried to add Pat McAfee as the host to make it fun, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't want to see Pat on ESPN as much as he's on ESPN now. Because it's just... He's not himself, you know? It's just... It, it's like a it's like a stale, fake version of Pat McAfee.
1: Okay. Panama beats the United States in a shootout to reach the Gold Cup Final. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's what happens when you bring a, a third-rate roster to an international competition that every, every other country... Takes seriously. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. You know, it's uh, it's it's frustrating, dude. It's it's very frustrating um, that we lose to Panama. Like, shouldn't lose to Panama. No, no, we shouldn't lose. We shouldn't lose to Panama. And I just, you know, I I don't. I mean, Panama has a population. Billy, do you know what the population of Panama is?
1: Hmm. I would guess less than Georgia.
0: Oh, you! I'm I'm pretty sure you are correct. Let me see what Georgia's population is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, it is less than half of Georgia. Georgia's at 10.5 million. Panama, the entire country of Panama is at 4.35 million. And yeah. we get knocked out by Panama, America, USA. Like that's pitiful, dude. That, that's absolutely pitiful. And it, it, I I don't I don't care about people are out there. Oh, I don't I don't care about soccer. It's not caring about soccer. It's caring about the USA being the best at every damn thing we do. It doesn't matter if you don't like the sport. We should be better than everybody because that's what we strive to be in the U.S. We want to be better than everybody at every damn thing we do. I don't care if it's hockey, soccer, equestrian. I don't care what it is. We have the population to do it, and we should care enough. We should have enough pride in the country that we live in to give 100% effort into anything we do uh, whenever we're competing against other countries. Say Yeah. That's there. nothing it makes me want to punch somebody in the face more than when they're like I don't like soccer it's not about liking soccer it's about making the US the best damn country there is in the, on the world and that happens when we care about going and kicking the crap out of anybody we play regardless of what damn sport it is I don't care Speaking
1: it's soccer of doing that, we're, we're doing that starting next Friday what ladies world cup is next Friday
0: yeah, yeah. We uh, the women had some warmups. Uh, they've been they've been warming up and they've been looking good. They've been looking very they're,
1: good. Yeah, they're dangerous, dude. They are dangerous. I can't so, wait. I love
0: I I love watching the women's World Cup, especially when do, the, the USA is playing, dude. Our our ladies team are, is so good. Oh man, they they are fantastic. As long as we can, uh, you know, they're they're, they are what
1: we we hope like the 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 men's team bingo be.
0: bingo. Yeah, it's it's what the men's team should be
1: uh if If, maybe maybe and here's the thought you know and they've talked and and i'm gonna get controversial here you know the ladies have constantly complained about not being paid enough maybe for until the men can get their head out of their ass maybe the ladies should get paid the men's salary and the men get paid the ladies salary yeah
0: yeah i am with you on that uh i uh, the women's the women's national team uh i i think uh, just from my perspective gets way more support than the men's national team does like they're holding their end of the box. Absolutely. I mean, they've they've won multiple World Cups. What's our men's team done? Craft out. Hell, they didn't even make it two years ago. Or, you know, two World Cups ago to the World Cup. So <laughs> they made it back to back, right? No, they didn't. Back to back. Oh yeah, 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 I thought you were talking about the men's. Yes, yes. The yeah, women, uh, the women are. Yes, yeah. Our our women are are fantastic. They're man. going. They're going for the tricycle. Not one. Not two. But three, and we got a new striker on there. Uh, Mallory Swanson um new swan- new, new uh, I, I was watching the women's team play and it, Mallory Swanson was on there and I was like who the hell is Mallory Swanson when did we pick her up I don't remember her at all like this, this must be a new lady and then it zoomed in on her I was like oh that's Dansby's wife they just got married and she changed her last name you? <laughs> yeah it's <Yeah. laughs> like oh okay I was like, like who's this Mallory Mallory Swanson person this is a new this is a new player she's really good
1: <laughs> uh, the Boston Celtics signed Kristaps Perzingis to a two-year, $60 million
0: extension. Uh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't... Okay. What has Kristaps done in the past couple of years that made the Celtics think that he was worthy of a $60 million... Like, I just... He, he hasn't stayed healthy enough for long enough for me like when he's healthy he's he's fine he's you know he's a 20 20 point per game type guy but he just dude it just seems like all the time he's he's always hurt i don't know I, he's still young he's only 27 so i i don't know it seems like a lot of money to a guy that's sort of a question mark
1: in some somber news uh espn analyst dick Vitell says he has vocal cord cancer. Uh, I
0: hate to hear that, that man. Sucks. Yeah, I, I love Dickie V. He's um, he's he's iconic, man. I'm surprised ESPN didn't fire him when they were purging all their talent a couple weeks ago. Uh, he said, I, I plan to fight like hell to be ready to call games when the college hoop season tips off in the fall. So, uh, T's and P's to Dickie V and his whole family, man. I hope you kicked the shit out of cancer. Um, keep fighting, dude. Keep fighting. Amen. And then finally today
1: in 1930, speaking of the World Cup, the first ever World Cup competition begins in Uruguay.
0: In Uruguay. I think Uruguay won that one actually in 1930. I think that's like one of their three or two that they've won. Something like that. 1930, a long time ago. Almost almost 100 years ago, man. Yeah. yeah. Almost. So anything else for us? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on a Friday Junior.
1: Friday junior begins now. Don't forget to like subscribe and follow all of our content. Uh, we are putting out a bunch of stuff and, uh, I know that Bryce and I, it's all terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very, um, pro kids based, um, and thankfully, Bryce and I have that that mentality of we want to make these kids seem like superstars.
0: And I can't wait. Speaking, uh, and- speaking of that, Billy, I can't wait that in in the coming weeks we get to start talking about the kids, and the entire reason why we yeah. started this podcast. Like now that high school football and prep sports are about to start back up, like we get to we get to go back to talking about what we started this podcast to talk about, which I am super stoked about.
1: Exactly. exactly. So for Bryce Parling, I'm Billy Lindahl. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake him! Shake your neighbor!